views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Benny International Women's Day. Big day for y'all. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is. Big day for us, too. (laughs) Big day. It's a big day. And, you know, we actually have a big show in celebration of that and much more. Um, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I was saying to Benny, you know, we were Skyping back and forth to get ready for the show and, you know, just, just fasten your seatbelt today, folks, because we're not going to go and have our traditional breaks. When we go to break, you're going to hear some of the most incredible music and music as Benny knows with me, uh, he is, he is breaking out the tissues for today. Because every once in a while, you know, you come across somebody that shows up in the world that's out there and saying, we can have a revolution of the heart and we can have that revolution of the heart from a spiritual perspective, from a mind perspective, from a body perspective. That's what Donna K. Faulkner is joining us today and talking about. Now, for those of you out there, you know, you are going to get to hear this beautiful music, but you're going to get to hear from a beautiful soul. This is a mission she has to alleviate the suffering of others. And what does that even mean? You're going to hear about this today as she shares with us the vision, the journey, and the mission of 1111 and the personal revelations of what that means. So today, you're going to get introduced to someone that said yes to a life path that may or may not have been what she planned. But when you hear from Donna, five-time award-winning inspirational recording artist, speaker. You know, when you hear from somebody that has put her soul into becoming who she is in the world and her music, then you too, you too will hear something that changes your life. Donna, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Pat. I am just beyond happy and grateful. So thank you. Well, I want to start out by asking you this question. Um, I know we're going to talk about 1111, you know, revolution of the heart, but I want to ask you this question. Given all that you've done, and clearly your music is 
crazy good. Um, what challenges, what obstacles did you, Donna, you personally, what did you have to overcome to bring you to this very moment? <laughs> okay, first I just want to kind of bust out laughing because, oh my goodness. Uh, you know, this is what it's really all about, um, is sharing, you know, what we all go through, our sufferings and really mm. connecting in this way. And for me, you know, and what you said, Dr. Pat, in introducing me, I mean, I just started tearing mm. because the way you shared it with so much heart about, you know, just going through stuff and then having a message and you don't even really know everything I've been through. But um, <laughs> we all have a story. You know, we all have things that we go through. And my journey has been one of immense challenge and immense struggle, <laughs> immense suffering. And I mean suffering. Mm. And what I can say um, that the blessing in all of it is, is that the greater the dark darkness I went through, the darker it got, and the more that I sought truth, the greater the light, the wisdom, the insight, and the revelation I received that I was meant to share. Mm. And I have, goodness, there's so much, but in a nutshell, being raised um, with a life that really expressed my own consciousness. So I am one to where I say nothing did something to me. Mm. I believe my life is an unfoldment and an unraveling of my consciousness. And so I grew up seeing that my own consciousness was in the masculine, my dad being the one that raised my sister and I. So very infatuated with the masculine. And my mother leaving at age 10 and really unable to take care of us because of her own sufferings um, and not able to understand how to heal her whole life and getting involved in you know, drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. and, until her death. Mm -hmm. And so that was really a, a, an expression of my own consciousness of how I felt about the feminine which was disgust and shame and hurt. And then of the masculine infatuation, hero, amazing. And so that there was the foundation <laughs> of, of my life's work. And yeah. this is really summing it up, but it really is a journey. And I don't think I'm speaking just for myself of learning to bring balance between the masculine and the feminine. And how do we do that? Yeah. So I experienced everything from five years of chronic insomnia, depression, all sorts of stuff, um, to homelessness, complete poverty, um, feeling that, I mean, the depths of feeling like no one gives a rat's, you know what? Yeah, I do. About me at all. And I'm like, so feeling the depths that not a soul cares about a human being not providing a floor to sleep on, a, a money for food. Now, at times people did, but I saw the depth of compassion that people have and the lack of compassion people had, which I myself had for myself. So it's been a journey of experiencing the depths of physical and emotional pain 
um, to learn the depth of compassion. And I believe that I have been given a secret and a key and an understanding of consciousness that reverses and shifts our mind, our well-being, our wholeness personally and collectively. And I believe this time that we're in, this is why I was born. This is why I'm here. Yeah. And so this 1111 is a wake-up call for this message. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with you more. And I got to tell you, you know, you and I, if we were to be sitting down having coffee, I would have imagined that you've just described my life. You know, oh, wow. I, my, I'm telling you, but, you know, this is why we're here today. You know, yeah. what is it about us that, you know, when you go through the pain of a mom like mine and yours, mine drug addict, uh, alcoholic, killed herself when I was six. I was homeless at, at 17 and we oh, can go on, right? Wow. But look at us. You see, there's something about what gets revealed to us in that kind of journey that's hard to explain. But here you are. And you know what I love about this, Don, on what you just said? Hmm. You and I have been called to share a message, I didn't get the message until way later in life that that's what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. Aren't you bringing this revelation to invite people wherever they are in their life, whatever they're going through? It doesn't matter. This is for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And what you just said that, you know, you started sharing and being your authentic self later in life. I mean, Mm -hmm. Man, this is when it's really getting good, (laughs) you know, and also the wounding and, you know, all of us have stuff. We all have wounding in different degrees, but in that wounding, in the darkness, if we're seeking the truth and seeking the light, we will get our revelation and our purpose and our, you know, social purpose um, for the world. So, yeah, there's uh, there's never a time to feel you know, uh, sad that you haven't figured it out yet or, Mm -hmm. you know, what your purpose is, because really, I really believe that where everybody is right now, no matter how good or how painful it is, is exactly where we are to be. It's pushing us to our greater purpose. And I believe in this day, pushing us to the greater purpose, to the ultimate fulfillment of our creator, which I believe goes even beyond us thinking of what's my personal purpose? How can Mm -hmm. I share my gifts about me, 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 and really adding on this message that I'm getting ready to share to our personal purpose? I love it. Now, we're going to go to break, and Benny is going to queue up Hotel Earth. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I was just like bawling, listening to it. But but it is a powerful message. Tell us a, a little bit of how that came to you. Mm, goodness, I, I'm so grateful that you're playing this song, Hotel Earth. It has such a beautiful meaning um, in it, and it's really the message that we're going to share today. Mm-hmm. You know, this song was actually written by my—I had a song, I have a producer in Nashville, and when I healed— In 2006, January 4th of 2006, when I had a massive breakthrough, um, when I healed from five years of chronic insomnia, where I could barely function in my medical sales job and as a sales trainer, um, 
I healed. And that's when I started singing and speaking. And when I healed, I called back my producer in Nashville and said, oh, Lonnie, (laughs) we got a message (laughs) and it's going to help people heal. So we got together and I shared my, my testimony, my story of redemption. And we got to work and I wrote and co-wrote many songs on my album, Finally Letting Go. It was my first album. And he wrote along with Dave Robbins, Lonnie Wilson and Dave Robbins in Nashville, who write music for country artists out there um, and produce. But uh, they wrote this song. And I tell you what, you know what? (laughs) Our creator wrote this song. I know it. Our creator wrote this song because I I have watched the journey of my message and other people's message and the divine's doing it. Mm -hmm. The divine is doing it just like this show, Dr. Pat. I mean, I didn't know. I woke up this morning and went, oh my gosh, today is International Women's Day. (laughs) And and, and I just launched this new message, 1111 Revolution of the Heart, on March 1st, which I didn't even know was the first day of Women's History Month. Yes, there you go. Yeah. But, yeah, but sometime, you know, Donna, we don't need to know because yeah. we're being guided. We need to be aware and awake and you know, always remember for me every day that there is not a minute, doesn't matter what's going on in my life, I know I'm blessed. Let's take a short break, everyone, and just sit back and listen.
Wow. Welcome back, everyone. I am so thrilled that you all are going to get to not just hear the music, but understand the meaning behind it. Um, You know, Donna, before we keep going here, what can you share with people? How How can they find out more about the 1111 revolution? How can they find out more about you, what you're doing in the world, how you're helping others? Let's let's share that information with folks. Oh, you bet. Uh, they can go to my website at, of course, www.donnakfalkner.com. It's D-O-N-N-A-K-A-Y-F as in Frank, A-U-L-K-N-E-R.com. Awesome. Now, we just played, uh, you know, this incredible song, Hotel Earth. And let's talk about the call to action here. Mm-hmm. What is the, uh, you know, what is the 1111 uh, revolution? And let's talk about what this means to you as well as mm-hmm. what it could mean to the world. Sure. You know, 1111 has really brought everything together for me in my life to understand what my purpose is, but also what I believe, you know, our creator's purpose is, um, and really humanity deep within our spirit. Um, and it really is aligned with this song hotel earth that I recorded goodness, nine years ago, eight, nine years ago. Um, because hotel earth is all about compassion in action. Hotel Earth. We're on this earth for a short stay. It's like a hotel. There's a lot of vacancies on this earth. There's a lot of vacancies, a lot of vacant hearts, people suffering, people wanting more, people wanting peace and wholeness and fulfillment. And how do we give that? Mm -hmm. And that's really, I think, our deeper sacred hearts call is why am I here? You know, what am I to do? How can I have fulfillment? And I believe that this 1111 phenomenon, you know, that's, (laughs) it's happening all over the world that people are seeing 1111 on their clocks. They're seeing 1111 on lots of different things. And myself understanding what 1111 means, at least in my perspective, it's really brought complete clarity of what this time is about. And so let me share first that in 2011, um, I started to learn of numerology for the first time and what numbers mean. Um, Hebrew teaches it really well in Judaism Mm -hmm. um, because to me, everything's coded numbers, whether it's the months, the seasons, day and night, there's order to everything. Yeah. And it all goes back to numbers. Letters turn into numbers. It's all math and science. And when I was led to numerology and I did my own numerology for my name, my full birth name and my birth date, because those are the two foundation numbers of every human that describe their life path and their destiny. And so those are the two that you look at. And then you have You add those two together to get your wisdom number, which is your maturity number and your authenticity number, which means when we come into our 40s and our 50s, if we're in touch with our authentic self, this is who we become. Mm. And so, yeah. So when I did my numerology, I saw that, okay, my name, Donna K. Faulkner, is 11. 
Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that meant. Uh-huh. And then I did my birth date and it was an 11. And I was like, okay, so uh-huh. I'm an 11, 11. Uh-huh. What does that mean? And when I was reading about the numerology, 11, as you too, Pat, shared with me that you're yes. a number, you have 11 too in your chart. Yeah. Like a lot of people. Um, but 11 is a master spiritual teacher. They have the consciousness and the coding and the vibration and a lot of extra energy and light to handle, which actually brings on more challenges. But looking at the 1111 and reading about the blessings of it, which are master spiritual teacher, (laughs) oh, that sounds really lovely. (laughs) Let me tell you, the other side of that is like a curse because you have to master so much challenge, wounding, imbalance to be able to get in that place of mastery and um, authority in your own life. Um, so there's, you know, a hell and a heaven in there both. So I don't get yeah. all infatuated with 1111 much <laughs> anymore, like most people when they see it. Um, but the 1111 when you add your name and your birth date together, like I said, you get your maturity number, your wisdom number. And mine was a 22. And so I'm like, okay, I'm an 1111, but I'm a 22 now. And learning about numerology and this 1111 phenomenon that's going on is that this 1111 is getting so many people's attention. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. It's all energy. It's all order. It's getting our attention. And what I have discovered, and God, I could talk about this for so much longer, but in a nutshell, I have gone through different understandings on my spiritual journey, which Mm -hmm. if you think about it, it's just an energy. It's 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 a vibrational coding, you know, so letting go of fundamental traditional Christianity on my journey. Everybody's on a different path. Uh And then I went through other philosophies, you know, that were spiritual and and beautiful, and they all have good and beautiful and love and degrees of compassion and all that within. And then I got to a level of going to the new thought understanding, which is beautiful. Uh That really helps you understand your own goodness, you know, Uh your own divinity and your own positive nature. And so it's like we, we can go from, or I went from, the traditional Christian, which meant there's an yeah. external positive and you're the negative. So Saint Jesus and you're the sinner. So there's the imbalance. And then when I went to New Thought, it was like, okay, I am the all positive. There's nothing really negative about me. And then everything <laughs> on the outside's all positive. So it's an infatuated state. It can be a very infatuated state where it's highly focused towards the positive and denying the negative, which is not balanced. And so my soul, it's, it's, it's lovely and balanced to a degree. Let me, let me just say that I'm Uh just being real here. Okay. (laughs) In my, in my journey. Um, but what I found that my soul had to go higher because being 11, 11 in this vibration, I have to be aligned with compassion or my soul. I, I cannot be well and whole. And so, What I discovered is that the mind for true wholeness and fulfillment, which is the number 22, 22 in Hebrew represents completion. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. because there's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, okay, which means fulfillment, completion of just love, completion of the journey, and how do you reach completion of, of light. And then even talking just in Christian terms, if you look at the Bible, the last chapter of the Bible is Revelations 22. Yes. And that's the completion. That's when Eden is restored. And how do we get there? And this is what I believe this message answers if we continually apply it. It's not a snap your fingers. Okay, I'm I'm enlightened. Um, and we're all on this journey. Um, but 22 represents the divine feminine because it's completion. And it represents, if I could say in one word, Dr. Pat. Yeah. Compassion. Oh, absolutely. You know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that we have lots of conversations about this today because it is important. And what's important is, and I loved about what you shared is, you know, there is a cycle of things, including wisdom, including knowledge and including awareness. But there's also a cycle of action. When we come back, we're going to talk about that. But we want to make sure that you hear this beautiful music of Donna. When we come back, we're going to talk about what's energy. You know, what is it about giving and receiving? What is it about our lives that cause us to think we are less than or that we are sufficiently inapt to take on the world of freedom and energetic liberation? Let's take a short break and enjoy this music. We'll be right back.
Wow, everyone. What a special treat today on International Women's Day. You know, Donna K. Faulkner joining me here today. And please, you can find out more about her. Just go to her website, Donna K. Faulkner, or go to Transformation Talk Radio or Dr. Pat and click on, just click on the picture and you'll get there. Um, Today, we're talking about what I consider to be um, the next thing for us. And why is it the next thing? Because Mm. it is the way to get us out of ourselves. Yes. Of the news, Donna. Out of whatever that is you think is going on that's more important than compassion. This is what it is. Um, Let's talk about this and let's talk about this idea of compassion and freedom. Because Mm -hmm. this is really what you're talking about. You're talking about completion, fulfillment, the, in the living waters of grace. Yes. And I don't know many ways to get to grace uh, that don't have to go through compassion. Well, it's it's the only way. It's the only way. And in regards to my perspective and knowing consciousness, quantum physically, and understanding what the left and the right brain do in compassion, that's when the energy flows. When we are giving and serving only through compassion, the word love doesn't get you fully to that place like the word compassion does. And I'll explain why um, and what it does to the mind. Um, But the vibration and the energy and the spirit of compassion is Revelations 22. It's the living waters. Mm -hmm. It's the living waters. And I use a waterfall. As an example, um, I just asked God, God is Christ, you know, this, our creator essence, you know, what image can I use? And it just beautifully represents what I believe this whole message is about. And I will say, and I'll add on to what you said, that mm-hmm. it's a new way of being. And I believe that's why this whole 11-11 phenomenon, all the people that are going, what is it? This is so cool. What here? And I'm going right here. This is the message. It's Mm. compassion in action. This is the shift because we go from ego, self-centered receiving, wanting to receive positives. Okay. So we're wanting to receive the human nature always wants to have things, right? Whether it's money, um, cars, home, anything that we think is positive on the outside, ego wants for self. Um, And so we're seeking positives, but spirit, our true spirit, which really is compassion. Every person on this planet has the true soul of compassion and it's within and locked within our being of ego that wants to continually receive for self. But when spirit is focused, not on the external positives of what it wants to have, But if spirit is focused on the negatives and the sufferings of others and what spirit can give as a positive instead of receive, that unlocks the living waters. That's Revelations 22. Uh That's Eden restored. That is heaven on earth. So it shifts the left and right brain from the left brain being inflated with positivity, which represents the external reality and the right brain in the negative. Okay. So if you're receiving positivity, for example, like Facebook, oh, it's such a good example. (laughs) It is. 
Facebook, it's designed, it's addictive. You know, people have been on it for however long. Now, when people hear this a lot of time, they go, oh, not me, you know, because ego does not want to face it. But it's addictive. It's like, 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 like. So when any human being gets continual positivity, continual support, but ultimately just positive energy from somebody, it creates codependency and it creates imbalance in the brain. On the reverse, if we get negativity from somebody or challenge or someone sharing something negative about ourselves, it actually creates more balance. It actually creates more independence because it makes us grow and it challenges us. So anytime that we're going on Facebook, we're receiving positive, 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 and all these extra protons, all these extra positive ions are creating continual imbalance in our being because we cannot handle all the extra photons. Um, I won't go into all of the science. Well, but, well, but you know, the, this is really what we're talking about. You know, there is a harmonious energy and the harmonious energy is what you talked about before. I mean, clearly when, you know, those of us that have, you know, studied uh, traditions or been part of traditions, whether it's Christianity or New Thought or whatever it is, there there are clearly written down, you know, whether it is the Bhagavad Gita or it's the Bible, you know, mm-hmm. where the words are very clear, especially as I've come to know, you know, Jesus in my life today. And that is that our relationship to God should be personal and direct. And that relationship, you know, is based on an infinite spirit, right? You Mm -hmm. know, a spirit that opens up. I mean, I don't know a lot from the Bible. I only know what my my Southern Baptist mom used to say to us kids. But one of the things she would say is, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. For all such is the kingdom of heaven. And I remember Mm. that one thing. And I would say, I never knew what she meant. And then I was about, I was about 40 years. No, my dad died when I, I was about 37 years old and I spent some time with her and I said, mom, I never knew what you meant by that. What did you mean by that? And I cried when she told me, she didn't say it to my other two sisters. Mm -hmm. She said it to me because she knew of my journey as a child. Mm. She knew of my journey and what her message was is you're, I will never be locked out from that love and compassion. Mm. I think that's what you're saying, too. Absolutely. You know, there is a way for us to tap in. We will never be locked out of that unless we choose to, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And the behavior and the way of being of compassion and not just feeling compassion, but actually having action behind it and giving to somebody Mm -hmm. with a deeper need. Because what it does in the mind, every time we give Mm -hmm. without even wanting to receive anything back, you know it actually generates more light between the hemispheres. It merges the left and the right brain hemisphere into whole brain functioning every time we give in compassion, in action to someone with a deeper need. And so one of the images, like I talked about, I wanted to share about the waterfall. Yeah. Um, This waterfall, I envision my heart's call. (laughs) 
My heart's call is that by the time I leave this hotel earth, (laughs) (laughs) may my voice just be a vessel and a channel of compassion to awaken every single person that hears this message to think of a woman right now or a man or a child that is suffering right now that you might not even know, that there might be a woman in her home afraid for her life. There might be a child that is hungry, that is more important than getting a like on Facebook and spending time there. Mm -hmm. There might be a man that is just about to go homeless, that needs resources and money. And so this compassion, what happens is, I want you to think of this water hall, pin that part of, of knowing that there are so many beautiful souls that didn't know with all their wounding, they were going to end up with all these challenges. Okay. That here are so many people around the world struggling right now. And we have an opportunity to allow the living waters of the most high to allow the living waters of the Most High to flow through us as a river, to allow and let go of our egoic judgments and blocks of what we think of people that are struggling, to let go of our fear of, oh goodness, I don't have enough money. You know, I only have $100. Well, guess what? We can give 10% of it. Well, oh my goodness, I only have this much. Well, now is the time. Dr. Pat, I mean, we yeah. honestly, we really, we have a choice, but if we don't choose compassion and action, we're going to suffer yeah. energetically um, and prevent our own self from allowing the purity of the energy to come through to heal our minds. So this living waters, this waterfall, I would love for everybody to imagine a waterfall with seven levels. Like from up above, then we've got another level of water below and then one kind of beside it down below. And they're, they're going down like seven levels and all this water is flowing down. And there's beautiful landscaping and flowers and lush greenery. And it's just beautiful. Looking at this waterfall is like looking at heaven on earth, Eden restored. Because water, first of all, is life. Water is representative of our creator. Water is God. Water is the perfect balance of negative and positive ions. It's called a covalent bond. It's perfect balance. That's why it's eternal. Water is eternal. And what does water do? Water naturally and effortlessly is bestowing and sharing and giving water to the deeper level, to the lower level. Water, which is God, Goddess, Christ, this balance, this eternal flow of pure love is naturally flowing to the lower level. If we want to become one with our creator, like a lot of us believe in oneness and unity, and we might talk about oneness and unity, but are we giving to our brothers and our sisters that are struggling? So we can become one more with our creator if we are in this continual and effortless flow of energy, unconditional love, unconditional sharing of resources, of money, of home, clothing, food, whatever it is, and keeping our focus on the suffering 
to alleviate it, to bring more life into those beings because every person around the world has life and our creator within it. So why in the world would we not want to love God? Why in the world would we want to hold on to something and not love God in that person? And so I know with all my heart, Dr. Pat, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know with all my heart that this 1111, this phenomenon that is waking so many people up, so many people up is to wake us up to this compassion coding because in numerology, it's compassion. Mm-hmm. And so if we're in this flow of continually flowing and keeping our mind on that lower level, that water The love from the throne of God from above flows down through us to the lower level continually. And we are one with our creator. That's when Eden can be restored. Heaven is restored on earth. It's going to take time. But I believe this is what 1111 is. It's a wake-up call and it's a warning. Because if we continue to stay self-focused, and withhold from anybody even asking for help. You know, it's got to be in the right mm-hmm. way. But if we withhold, we block up that water. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad. Uh, you know, I'm so glad you said this, Donna, because, you know, we announced that we're doing two crowdfunding initiatives. Mm-hmm. One is to finish our technology sooner so that we can reach the world with this, you know, a 10 brand new channels on positive talk. And oh. we've been asked to hurry up. So we said, how are we going to do it? We can't do it alone. And mm-hmm. so we're going to launch a crowdfunding initiative next month. The month after We're going to issue a crowdfunding initiative because, um, you know, Lyme disease is running rampant in the world. And we've come up with a fun new way to educate people about it never done before. So we're out there talking to people that we're going to do crowdfunding. And somebody turned to me and it was really interesting what they said to me, you know, and they said something to me why don't you just raise the prices of your airtime? And I thought to myself, Mm. why don't I just ask people that want the positive message in the world to partner with us? It's really a different energy, isn't it? Yes. It's a totally different. And what you're saying is a different energy. And what I'd like to do is let's go to break and let's, let's just embrace and bask in to the message that Donna is sharing. And when we come back, we'll share this idea of how you can balance and how giving and how all of it, tithing, is the pathway to freedom maybe you don't know about. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fall like a rain 
Wow, everyone. Welcome, welcome back. You know, for those of you out there, as I said before, if you want to find out more about Donna, if you want to get connected, if you want to be part of this movement, if you want to be part of this change, go to DonnaKFaulkner.com. Donna, I know that we've talked about quite a bit, but I did want to touch upon, you know, this idea of 1111, but also Mm -hmm. what it means in the exchange of energy and also Mm -hmm. the exchange of money. I mean, exchanging money right now is on the top of everybody's mind, whether it's the stock market, the banks, the interest rates, all of the above. But from a spiritual perspective, you know, I certainly have learned the freedom of tithing. Tell us how this relates to compassion. Oh, yes. Beautiful topic. And I just, I love how you share things, Dr. Pat. (laughs) So eloquent. Um, you know, I learned the hard way. I learned, I think, just about everything the hard way. <laughs> um, but, you know, years ago, I mean, I held on to money out of fear. I held on to money out of fear, like, oh, I can't give 10% to this, you know, church or New Thought Church or whatever it was. I couldn't feel, I didn't feel like I could give that much because I was afraid maybe I wouldn't make enough in my future. Right. So my fear, which is greed in regards to money, is holding on to something that I have received from somebody energy that I am not giving back to. And so this is key. This is a key part of the money exchange because if we are receiving anything energetically, to be an energetic integrity and for us to have literal life in our being, we must give energy back, whether it's money or the trade or whatever. Yeah. Um, So it was that holding on and not sharing back to even things that I, I, maybe a service I got, maybe I didn't pay it, you know, and then even not giving to charity or tithing. And so it became this drought of money (laughs) (laughs) because I received money, but didn't give out money. And so what I have learned about money is that Money, if we are giving, number one, obviously pay everything back. I mean, if we have any debt, pay it all back. I mean, the whole (laughs) bankruptcy, you know, thing of getting, you know, filing bankruptcy, we're still bankrupt energetically. It doesn't matter what a piece of paper says. Yep. So paying back debt is so important in this time because balance and energy is imperative for our wholeness in this time. And then on top of paying back debts, giving to charity is medicine for the soul. Yeah. Giving to charity, which means giving money literal. Forget the time, the energy, the volunteering. Forget all that right now. No, it's money. Yeah, we're just talking money. Okay. Everybody, we're talking money. (laughs) Um, When we give money. It literally heals and corrects our left Mm -hmm. and right brain hemisphere, and it moves our life force from left brain to right brain, which creates more whole brain functioning. Mm. The more money we can share and bestow, like the water continually flows effortlessly, when the water continues to flow, there's always enough. That one pod of a waterfall, there's seven levels, it's always full, right? 
Yeah. So when we're always giving and sharing, it's always full and it's always purified. The water is always running through it and it's purified. But when we hold on to the money and not give to that lower level, the women that are suffering, the women's shelters, the, yeah. the men's shelters, the yeah. whatever it is, then we've got a block and our left and our right brain hemisphere become imbalanced. They start having the muddy waters in it. So giving money specifically is one of the greatest corrections of the soul and makes us more whole and well. And if we continually give a percentage of our money, an allotted percentage, which I honestly believe 10% for tithing and 10% for charity, both. And actually Judaism and Hebrew teach this, and Mm -hmm. I understand quantum physically why in the mind, Um, but specifically to both. But what that does, because if you think about it, we all, I have to say we all, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I'll say that around money, we all love money, right? We all want more money pretty much. And so when we think of money, we think of it as mainly positive, right? Yeah. Because we want it. We got to have it to survive. Yeah. So when we're always seeking after the positive um, in the external and we have this constant desire to receive that Mm. positive, it continually and you hold on to that money when you get it and you don't give it. And you keep receiving a positive, a positive, a positive, a positive. It continually creates more proton in our body that we can't handle. It's not balanced. Actually, Hebrew teaches that in all energy, everything has 10 dimensions of energy. And the 10th dimension is God. Mm. One being representing the masculine, that symbol of one is like on. Okay. It's masculine. Mm. The zero is feminine. Okay. The zero represents, um, completion, fulfillment, but that's the balance of God. Wow. And I watched this one guy one time, he said, it's like plugging maybe your television into the highest voltage possible, not your outlet at home, but the highest voltage. It can't handle it. Mm. And so our minds literally cannot handle the degree of constant proton positive positive without the balance of the negative, negative, negative to balance it out for our brain and our own balance in our being. So the way to correct all of the receiving that we've had our whole life with money, the way to correct not only just the receiving with money, but any other wound, whether it's from childhood or a relationship or any type of imbalance in the brain, it is truly phenomenal what happens when we give money. Because oh, when we man. give money, it moves our energy from the mm. left to the right brain. So giving is, is the it? way. Giving is grace. Donna, thank you so much for today. Amazing, everyone. Donna K. Faulkner, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Of the soul. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.